Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, can't be worse than yesterday's one where I said, I'm going to burp. And you said, and then I said, just I have just burped. <laughs> yeah. I I was really regretting that actually when I was listening back I was like did we have to start it like that do you know what sometimes I think it's embarrassing like I don't mind a gross thing being like at the end no, or in the but middle it's right. but oh, almost like God. that's when people that we don't know like oh I listened to a bit of your podcast it's like I know you listened to the first minute it's we both so we bad it's like can't we just put that in later I know stuff it in so the embarrassing. back anyway Podmas, Podmas on, on the, the eighth day of Podmas. God, she's nearly Seven over. Seven Wing gave to me. I honestly, Seven Wing gave to me the greatest gift of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we gave ourselves the best structure yeah, of all time. It's been I'm so really nice, enjoying this structure. Me too. Nice it's to check so in every fun. day, actually. Not that we don't already, but <laughs> yeah, it's really nice because there's no. It's almost like when it's a week, it's like right, okay, I've got to update on that thing, or I want to say yeah. that thing, and then it just ends up being a bit like a bit of a mess. It's a bit of a desperado a energy mess. you're coming in with. Yeah, complete shambles. But actually, this actually. it's like yeah, it's like I've got nothing, nothing to say. I'm just here for the vibe. Yeah, see you again tomorrow. Like almost. Yeah. Well, if this fucks up, I've only got. Wait it's always tomorrow. Tomorrow to fuck <laughs> it up again. Yeah, it's also been really, really nice that it's been really well received and like everyone's been really lovely. It's yeah. it's actually it's actually rearranging my brain cells. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was saying just when we were in our kind of pre-recording mm. chat, I had a moment last night when I was kind of lying in bed and I started kind of giggling to myself yeah. of like, what the fuck? How can you like, not giggle? But I, I've only ever had, like, there are so many moments where I think, wow, this is amazing. But the moment where you kind of feel it and it all kind of washes over it's of bubbling. you, like, what yeah. the hell? We've got a podcast, like, we also were just talking about, we're about to hit two million downloads. Yeah. Which is insane. Which is, yeah. Insane. Um, And I just had that moment last night where, yeah, I've only had a few of them before where, like, you almost feel it in, like, a really surreal way of, like, that is objectively um, something I would have wanted a lot, like, a few years ago. And now we have it. So fucking congratulations on the podcast. Congratulations on the Podmas. (sighs) And thank you, guys. And congratulations on your Podmas as well. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, for letting us do this weird thing. We're doing a bit of a weird one today. Yeah. We didn't, like, think we were going to do this. And then all of a sudden I was like, let's do veganism. Yeah. You happy to? I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, how do we start this? Very sensitive. How do we start about it? What do you want to talk about? You, you were the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Man I am down. still vegan, but go you on. Are, you are, yeah. Quite, you I'm go quite for yours. vegan. <laughs> <laughs> you say yours. Mine <laughs> what is. What happened? 
Um, well, I just didn't want to be vegan anymore, to be honest. What happened? Was What was the catalyst? The kicker. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here's the thing, guys. So I went vegan. I'd eaten meat and I was never fussy. Like, I would eat everything in abundance. I was actually thinking this the other day when we were talking about mm. things that we were happy that our parents gave to us that we would like to carry on for our yeah. kids. I was thinking of one after we'd recorded which was mm, that is always the way which is always the way which is that i was thinking i feel really lucky in the way that my parents and my nan and just all the adults around me really raised me with a very healthy um just like a nice view of food like i grew up with a really you really do have that yeah really luxurious relationship with food and i yeah. as i'm getting older i'm realizing unfortunately how rare that is for a young girl to it's grow up with genuinely like freedom it's so nice to be around you like because Aww. you do have you know you do have like oh that's actually gonna make me cry <laughs> <laughs> that's nice because <laughs> you eat lots <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice no it's really like i think it's the in loads of ways the perfect person i could be around like so many times i'm around people i'm like god i can't be around you anymore like mm. you just didn't have that slice of cake that you wanted mm. but you are gonna have the slice of cake oh, and some and some and, and then i'm the gonna pe- complain and it's so I nice Ill. to be around you <laughs> I always think that when I do you know what I actually think it about you and your boyfriend <laughs> what that we go in well like almost when I came to your house kind of recently yeah I think your boyfriend said I don't want to order one pizza because I know I'll order two <laughs> and I thought I fucking love that <laughs> exposed and i think i just find it quite refreshing Mm. because it's so easy to get into the way of like i won't have any pizza limitation yeah it's it's shit yeah but you do have an abundant attitude to food which is the best attitude to food well i just feel i've just always grew up feeling very free around food like if i wanted something i would eat it if i didn't Mm. i wouldn't and there was kind of um relatively no questions asked like occasionally my parents would do the whole there are children starving you should finish your meal sort of thing but beyond that i felt free to eat whatever i want and that's actually part of the reason why i feel like veganism has come to a close to me for me recently that's not to say that i won't go back to veganism ever in my life like Mm. whatever I feel quite fluid about things and I think I'm trying to return to a more fluid way of looking at what I eat but I feel Mm. like veganism I I kind of noticed I had a bit of a sad realization where I was thinking about how my attitude to food had changed um and there are there are a few things so like obviously I grew up eating meat I grew up eating everything and part of it I think a bigger part of it than I maybe realized at the time was how sad it was for me to be missing out on like cultural food like I grew up eating like a Mm. lot of like fine I could still eat hummus big deal but like I was missing out on like just cultural food that I wanted to eat stuff that I grew up eating and I think kind of what we were saying in the other episode about as I'm getting older I'm trying to go back to things that made me happy as a child and that make me Mm. feel connected to who I am and it's like yeah turning down like baklava Mm. that like my nan has like slaved over a thing it's like why can I do like I actually think that's one of the best foods in the world and and it's it's really like it's not about oh it's a love language like it is the sole language of love in my family in that way and it just feels almost quite insulting that I like denied her of feeding me um so it's a cultural element like like, why am I at a barbecue and god bless them they're feeding me falafels when I'm honestly trying to sneak at the lamb like it's actually it's a disaster it's a catastrophe so Mm. there was that there was that element where I was kind of thinking I grew up on all of these foods and they're actually 
important to me on a soul level. Mm-hmm. Then I'd always said, I'm e- I'm eating vegan at the moment because I don't want to eat animal products. If I wanted to eat them, I would eat them. Like kind of, Yeah. when I look at... Um, a steak it's like that's not like I'm looking at food anymore it's like I'm looking at just like a like a like a shoe yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. or a shit not even a (laughs) shit because it's like I'm not repulsed like I would put I would have as a vegan I would have put a steak in my mouth a lot sooner than I would have put a pile of shit in my mouth for sure see I think to me it's almost equivalent it's it's on par with a shit a steak is on par with the but shit I would, to me. It? Like, it's just non I Like, I wouldn't be running to put a shoe in my mouth, but, like, it is what it is. But you're not going to be sick of a shoe on your No, and I wasn't... Well, I would have been annoyed about it because I didn't want to eat it. But I always... Yeah. When people would be like, oh, sorry, like, I'm eating this in front of you, you can't eat it. I would always be like, no, don't feel bad because I want you to enjoy yeah, I, it. Yeah. And I, if I wanted it, I would have it. So mm. then I kind of started to feel like, hmm, am I starting to want it? And if I did want it, mm-hmm. would I feel comfortable to have it? Then the fine, the third and final nail in the coffin, I think. Nail in the coffin. Yeah, was that I started to think about how I had kind of adopted this mindset of being in a restaurant or like, I keep using the example of like being at Pret and getting a coffee, a shitty little coffee mm-hmm. and looking at all of the pastries and knowing that largely none of them are for me. And yeah slowly learning that when I go into obviously like there's an abundance of vegan um options in the world and especially in Brighton but but there's still as you're going between one or two options on a menu of 30 exactly yeah it's much more limited mostly unless you're going to like a vegan or vegetarian restaurant the world largely is Mm -hmm. catered to animal products and that diet and so I think I realized that I had got myself into a bit of a mindset that felt a bit unfamiliar to me which was like going to a restaurant with friends and family and being like oh I, I can just like put a few sides together or like you know don't worry about yeah, me have chips. oh they've got one option I've never really liked that before but I guess I'll have that tonight since it's the only thing like and I've always been vegetable skewers exactly it's like <laughs> I don't want I've that. always been someone who's not fussy with food. So I am happy. Like, I'm not fussy. There aren't a lot of things that I dislike. So I'm happy to try anything. Like, I largely... If there's a vegan mm. option, I probably will like it. Like, it is what it is. But I don't... I think I kind of realised that I wanted to just have a bit of space from feeling like my desires weren't important. And yeah. that I... Sh- that, you know, indulging myself isn't important or like, because I do think there's a huge part of it and something that I really, really believe in is that as a society, well, not wholly, but like a large majority of us in the Western world, like in the capitalist world, are so, everything's so fast paced and we're so disconnected and all of this shit. And I feel like a big part of that is that everything's like instant, like you need it now. I needed it yesterday. Like it's like, I want it and I will get it right away. And I think a part of that is really dangerous and it kind of teaches a bit of a, I think in some ways you can kind of easily slip into like a superiority complex or like um, entitled kind of behaviors and feeling like oh i i should have that just because i want it in a fleeting moment regardless of mm. the negative impacts that it might have for others and i believe that 100 percent. and i think that goes not just across food but i think maybe more importantly like just the consumerist mindset that we have about like mm. fashion and just everything. product just everything and i believe that 100 percent. but i also think both things can be true that i can identify that just because i want something in a fleeting moment doesn't mean i have to get it of course i don't think i've ever really believed that but i also and i think it's important for us to challenge that 
mindset as much as possible in this like Amazon world that we're living in. Yeah. But I also think I want to walk into Pret and think, hmm, what do I want? Like out of this selection, what would I choose? Not just what is the one option that I could have. What do I actually want? Like what is actually going to feed me right now? And guys, I'm not just the weird lemon cake. It's like I moan out loud when I eat at the moment. Like I haven't stopped feeling so overwhelmingly good by eating stuff that isn't vegan so I feel good that's that's my journey and I also think I was vegan for four years just cold turkey from eating like a very meat heavy and animal product heavy diet my whole life to then switching to veganism basically overnight and dedicating four years to it I did that because I believed in it and because I believed in it for society and for the world and for the animal and all of the reasons and you can't take that away from me like I think even though I I'm not going to do that right now. I still think it was a really lovely choice that I made. And I think it was a nice um, kind of, it was a nice display of my efforts, you know, of of Mm. my beliefs at the time. But I don't think that's the way for me right now. And that is, to be honest, quite stunning. Yeah. What about you? Weary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, mine's got a lot more guilt, a lot more shame. I think take off that guilt and shame. I don't want her here. She's got no space. Well, no, no, there's actually not. Yeah, mine. I think is mine's mine feels a lot a bit deeper. Like it's almost. I've been crucial context is I've been vegetarian since I think I was like four. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't really ever remember eating meat. I think I ate, can remember eating salami. Oh I my think god! I can kind of remember having a bite of someone's sausage roll like in year yeah. six and being like, Ugh. like meat has always been shit to me off the table. Mm-hmm. That's been propagandized mm-hmm. since I was four to like b- think meat is evil and bad and all of these things. Then I went vegan. I think I've been nearly vegan for ten years yeah, now. Yeah, a very long which time. Which is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, ten. Yeah, if I'm twenty six in a, 
a, in a, a week days, or so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've been vegan for nearly ten years, which is absolutely mad. Yeah, I have never questioned it. It has always been a thing that's like this is what I do, and it was very much a decision. Like I watched a documentary called Vegetated mm. about like animals, and you see like horrific things of like cows getting boiled alive and all of this stuff, and it was like a very emotional decision because I've had the years of like I'm a vegetarian, yes. I'm someone that cares about animals, yeah. and all of this stuff kind of in my head, and also the superiority thing of like I can restrict this stuff mm. and that means therefore I'm better kind of I think I was believing yeah I'm a better person I'm like I'm more good mm. like and I had attached my and I still have completely attached my morality to my diet yeah. which is very dangerous fucked. It's, well yeah it's massively dangerous and I think I got to a point so basically my sister has also been vegan for 10 years because I pretty much forced her essentially I was like I would guilt her all the time and she said that she remembered me like she would drink like milk out of the fridge and I'd be like murder milk murder milk all of this stuff which is insane I was 16 so it is mad (laughs) but honestly like she was basically saying your eating disorder Mm. then was brushed onto me and she has had a healthy attitude towards food and she had kind of attached it to this morality thing as Mm. well and her talking about it we had this huge conversation about it and it was like this is so interesting because how did that make you feel well guilt completely guilty like it's like god I took I, I pretty much pro- completely projected my own issues with food onto someone else. Mm. It's completely fucked. Because also, when I think about my anger towards the YouTubers that I was yeah. watching at that time, that completely influenced me. In, in, yeah, into thinking, like, if an- anyone remembers fucking, like, Freely, the fucking banana Bonnie, girl. Bonnie, who I love. Fucking men- Bonnie Rebecca. Yeah, I hear she's great she now. Is. But I, I mean, yeah. I would be, I think, quite triggered watching her again, even though I'm sure she's literally the best. Yeah. But I was eating a fucking half a watermelon a day because of this girl. And Asina O'Neill, all of this stuff. Like, these were girls with eating disorders in their own fucking right. But they were then also making videos telling other people to fucking eat yeah. pretty much nothing. And Giving that meat is dangerous and evil. And all of this stuff. And as a 16-year-old girl that looked up to these stunning girls, yeah. I completely bought into it in every way. Yeah. Even though that these girls had their fucking own shit going on. Of course. So there's kind of two things that seem to be happening there. There's like a like a diet body restriction vibe and also a mol- morality ethics. I think they were tied though. I think veganism was for me mm. always an eating dis- eating well. I think I'm coming to the realization that my absolute like adamant veganism was an eating disorder disguised as I can restrict and therefore I'm better than you and all of this stuff Mm. um and if I just get thinner by by doing this that's a that's a bonus Mm. but actually that's kind of the driving force and also then this huge thing of like an emotional attachment to like cows and pigs and all of this stuff like like all of this Mm. stuff that I still completely have deep in my fucking core I've had it since I was and also like also animals being killed is not nice well also I do genuinely believe that eating meat is wrong i do think it is a wrong thing to do in the way that i think that fucking a seven-year-old buying um, a seven-year-old making my clothes in a sweatshop is is wrong but i still buy fast fashion Mm. and then i kind of had this whole conversation with my sister and she was like i ate a birth bit of birthday cake the other Mm. day and oh my god that the idea we were just having this kind of laugh and we were like can you do that can we do that can you buy can you like buy a chocolate bar could we eat it and it was the weirdest thing. And we went to Selfridges. Yeah. Which I never really go to Selfridges. We well, it's headache-inducing. We discussed after you I, I was ill for about two days <laughs> yeah. with a headache from it. Who knows? <laughs> we went to Selfridges because also I couldn't stop smelling the perfumes. They were so I think delicious. it's the light that I was for me. inhaling. It's everything. And, and it's just, you know when, I was saying this earlier, you know when you're going into shops and it's like you're getting hotter and hotter. 
especially in the festive your season. Your feet are starting to hurt. Your hair's kind of like scraping. Oh, almost up. like sticking to your neck. A bag's mm. getting heavier. It's like your I earrings need to are go pulling. Home. Oh, Jesus! My fucking God, no way. Your makeup's oh, taking. It's just get me out yeah. of here. And you've like inhaled like 1200 yeah. perfumes deeply as well as deeply <laughs> inhaling them yeah i asked the shop assistant to like bring more out i was like oh, so much. <laughs> i was like more of this there was one apparently that smelled like rain and i just oh yeah i remember it. you saying that they were searching mm. the stock room for it <laughs> and it was divine <laughs> my sister mm. bought a croissant from the selfridges thing and life of luxury i could not believe that she ate it and it was one of these things it's like what do you mean you don't have to look for this like vg yeah. ve whatever like marking is on it like what do you mean you just bought a croissant and you ate it and i was like i think i want to have a chocolate macaroon because oh, so i know they sell amazing macaroons mm-hmm. and then i've always known that i've always said in my life the things that i want to have again i want to have a macaroon again before i die <laughs> and i want to try oysters in my life i just think it suits my personality so, <laughs> so why if you thought you wanted to... I just thought almost before I die, I'm going to have an oyster. Right. And why not now? Because I have... Because it's a complete eating disorder put into this right. fucking morality bullshit. Mm. But then I think I was thinking, if I'm... I don't think I have an eating disorder anymore. I, I'm trying to move past all of this fucking shit, this body fucking shit. I'm, I'm trying She's to move past all of it. doing the work. Why am I still living my life based on a decision I made when I was 16 mm. and, a, and I had a fucked up attitude towards food then i wouldn't eat i've come so far since then why am i still living in this way that that girl made that decision i don't live in so many ways that she decided unconsciously because i think yeah it's habit because i think as well i would often reflect on my veganism i would often joke about like guys like order a steak for me like get some ribs like eat them for me like do you know what i mean Mm. i'm there in spirit sort of thing but i always felt comfortable with the fact that i didn't want to eat it until i didn't until i did want to eat it do you know what i mean and i think when you are living even like anything that is long term our friendship <laughs> any mm. across across everything in your life your job you've been in the same job for 5 years how do you feel about that like i think anything that you are still doing off the back of a decision that you made when you're really a different person it's just good to yeah. check in and take stock of that i think that's it and also my reaction so to eating the macaroon just confirmed everything mm. for me like i i bought this macaroon which was a huge fucking yeah. decision for me to do £2.50 for a macaroon has got to be fucking great. That is extortionate. Um, it's literally the God, most congratulations thing on the I've ever bought in my life. <laughs> yeah. I was walking around, like I genuinely, like the way I was describing it, it sounds so dramatic. Like someone's going to stop I you. The, I felt like I was holding a grenade. I felt like the police <laughs> were going to jump on me and be like, you can't eat that. That's an illegal object. I felt like it was actually illegal and wrong and that there's no, I had no right mm. to it. And it took me about fucking half an hour, like most boring fucking half an hour of my sister's <laughs> life, walking around with this fucking selfishness with me holding a macaroon, like freaking out. I bit into it and I'm not even joking. Immediately, I just felt this huge relief and I just immediately started crying. Um, I looked absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I must have looked like, but it was literally like, it just felt like such a fuck you to all of the years of restriction, Mm. all of the years of being like, you can't eat this because you need to be thinner, essentially. You can't eat this because you have to be good and perfect and all of these things and a good little girl that doesn't eat 
um milk because yeah. a cow somewhere was hurt by it um and i, I genuinely in those moments in that moment i was thinking about all these youtube videos that i used to watch mm. and like how much i wanted to be like this skinny little australian girl mm. and actually it's like it just felt like such a fuck you to like that mindset of like no you don't need to fucking feel such a level of guilt over consuming something that has a bit of egg white in yeah. it but like i genuinely couldn't believe i did it like it was so it I can't even explain how deep that decision felt to eat that macaroon with the first bite and it took I ate it in three bites and the second two second bite third bite like weren't a thing the first bite was just so overwhelming and I was like actually you know what it's not that fucking deep Mm -hmm. and I wasn't blown away by the macaroon I've had nicer vegan macaroons Mm. in fact but I've made a few I've had a few non-vegan things since like I had some quality street the other day that my friend gave my other friend and I thought you know what I like to be able to share these things with my friends sometimes that's the thing there's a huge social component to it isn't there I think as well like just what you were saying then about not having milk like for example not having milk because um well for a multitude of reasons but the convenient Mm. one to attach to is oh because it has hurt a cow but actually i think sometimes that masks over maybe the other reasons why you're actually not eating the milk it is a mask well in the same way that why i bring up a a seven-year-old making oh sorry a seven-year-old making my jumper in a um, sweatshop is because when i'm buying that jumper from asos there's no there's probably more harm being done or Mm. just as much harm being done to a human being which is objectively to me a lot that life is worth more than a fucking pig or whatever but i am still making that decision to be honest with little identity going into that but so much identity that goes into this decision of like do you eat cheese if you eat cheese then you are bad this is for me if i eat cheese that i am bad if i and and fat and all of these things that i've been told i can't be but if i do if i can restrict the cheese then i am a good Mm. vegan girl and all of this stuff and i'm closer to being this thing that my 16 year old self wanted me to be this word restriction you keep saying do you Mm. did you do you have you felt no i never felt restricted but but now you identify it no i didn't feel it i mean it has to be i think this is the first time in my life also this was a decision i made not even a month ago so it's incredibly fresh and i've only had like four non-vegan mm-hmm. things chop us up and, and each one I've done is, <laughs> it is this is mm-hmm. yeah but no I never felt restricted but I think my reaction to eating that one yeah. bite of the macaroon and like how kind of defiant I felt doing that showed me showed me like a hundred times over that had to be restriction then because I'm not crying over a guilt or any of this I'm crying out of a relief yes it felt like you're I genuinely like yeah it was like you're you having the Shrek and Fiona moment you where you go up in the sky and the gold Je- it, sparkles around you like. yeah it was just almost like um I cracked the code like almost what do you mean i could buy a macaroon that doesn't say vegan and i could put that in my mouth enjoy it i never knew i could genuinely as weird as that sounds i didn't think that was a thing i could do that wasn't like an option that was like those are for other people and these things that have this vg sticker on those are things for me and and now it feels like the idea that like i'm going for dinner tonight with my Mm -hmm. friend she's getting here in a few hours actually actually an hour fuck (laughs) (laughs) but hurry up (laughs) Um, it, the idea that I could eat anything on the menu, like I'm, pr- I'm gonna have a vegan burger. Of course, let's be real. yeah, you're just not getting but like a ch- the chicken. idea that, like the idea that I could, you order can anything, get anything you want. It's yeah. so liberating. Like even though I make the decision, even if I make the decision, yeah, I want to be vegan for the rest of my life. And I never eat anything, ever, anything not vegan again. Whatever. Mm-hmm. To have that moment of like realization, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Like your goodness, your worth, your attractiveness is not dependent on whether you don't eat, don't put these things in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Is literally 
insane to me like I didn't know that a few months ago at all did you think you knew it though I think I was like I do this this is just me this is my identity this is what I do I believe in this stuff and I do believe in it yeah but I also believe in a load of shit and I do the opposite shit every day I believe you shouldn't be a bitch every day but yeah here we are (laughs) yeah like I believe so many things I think it's also it's just it's worth considering like if you're somebody somebody who eats loads of meat and all of this shit and blah 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 blah, it's worth thinking about if you want to do that moving forward do you know what I mean like I also think something that is really important is that I just think food and diet is actually one of the most Mm. personal intimate unique things that you have to you like everyone I don't know what your parents fed you at two years old it's none of my beeswax do you know what I mean like and our, our bodies, in the way that it's like, you might have an allergy that I don't. Our bodies are physically mm. different as well. Like, it's not, it's not, it's so emotional, but it's also not just yeah. emotional. It's biological. It is also biological. I just think it's so interesting. But I'm very proud of you for exploring thoughts. Same. I, I it's, it's really a thought that I thought I had come to a conclusion mm. with. Of like, the, you have thought of everything and you've decided that vegan is the, is the answer It's the for only you. way, yeah. And it has just been massive to challenge it. And also, I think my, my, bottom line for me and veganism mm. is i think my biggest thing was just like i don't think i'm someone yeah that can have restrictions on my diet yeah i just don't think i am in a position right now if i'm trying to move away from a load of bollocks i think the worst thing i could have is restrictions on diet you know what that is so interesting because and i also think actually my bottom line was if i'm in a space in my life where i'm trying my hardest to not to move away from people pleasing and charlie bucketing myself yeah if i'm trying to really move away from kind of oh i can just have the bare minimum and i'll sacrifice myself and you guys can have have it yeah it's like no, I'm really trying to consciously make an effort to honour myself. I want to yeah. move that across everything. And that means eating Nana's food eating and going want. for a barbecue and having God knows what. I completely yeah. agree. Also, like, that's... it. No, sorry. No. I think that's one of the things that I was talking about with my sister is that... What's the word? I was really trying... What's the word for someone that really loves kind of the pleasure of life? Like almost Hedonistic. The, the hedonistic. And you are the biggest I, hedonist I've ever met i'm a massive hedonist yes and my sister is also Mm -hmm. that and i was like we are not people that restrict in any way Mm -hmm. like we're quite indulgent it's almost like yeah i think i almost i like the thing of like i want the funny things club and why would it ever restrict that (laughs) like where would it ever limit yeah so almost why when it comes to food bit of a coincidence isn't it when it comes to food and body and all of these things that i'm like oh well i've got to be like kind of um, i can only have certain things it's like you don't do that with anything else what the fuck is going on it's a bit obvious what's going on i also remember a scary moment with you this is actually this is funny to think about this is when we Mm. first started the first iteration of like this podcast and and all of that yeah and we were having a conversation about (laughs) all of the shit i guess um (laughs) and i remember i know what you're gonna say it was when we well i wasn't gonna say the bit about raw till four do you remember that yeah yeah i thought you were gonna say this yeah you can say um and you were like i think it was like we were eating we were eating we probably were eating but we were listing shit diet yeah like diets it was there were some women on the beach yeah do you remember there were some women on the beach and they were saying so i'm just not eating any carbs after like I'm not like they were just saying like oh yes I'm on Atkins so we came home and we were like let's do a post on diet culture and we were like listing all of like kind of quote unquote diets that we're sold and I was like oh raw till four and Seth was like no no that's not a diet that's like a vegan thing I did that and I was like Mm. 
I did it for Sophie, ages. Yeah. That is a diet. Of course it is. Like, of course, course it's a it diet. Is. And I remember us talking actually about veganism and the whole kind of world. I don't know if you want this in. Mm. And and I had said mm. um, stuff about like, oh, I'm, like if vegan, like what would what would stop you being vegan? Like if it was like something about your fertility yeah, yeah, and things like that. And and we spoke about like if it changed the way your body looked. Like yeah. I think it was if I gained weight, I think I would stop, yeah. which is, I mean, there we fucking there we go. That it. is blazingly obvious yeah. in my own words five years Red ago, flag, whatever. Yeah. Why I was like, or a huge component of what I'm doing there, yeah. which is fucking like, this is why it feels completely massive and it feels so deep oh and God. all of this stuff because it also is attached to just like my entire mm-hmm. life, like literally from age four, from like animals are your fucking friends, all of this <laughs> shit, then how could I possibly mm-hmm. eat their milk? Mm-hmm. Ah. But then it's like, look, you're not in a... Fu- if you're saying shit like this, raw till four is not a diet and you're there, sorry, Benny, Bonnie, Rebecca, but you made me eat half a watermelon for breakfast every day. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, but you did make me do that. You, <laughs> you did it. But like, look, I did that. Yeah. So it's look, you're not in a position to fucking think about cows right mm-hmm. now. You've got to eat a fucking quality street, which I did do. Woo, I had three. Look, to be continued, I can't wait to hear the updates. And um, I'm yeah. just happy for this conversation. I think it's interesting. And I think, I know you were saying before, I don't want it to be that we make people not want to be vegan and stuff and i think Mm -hmm. it's really important that everyone just makes their own educated decisions and i think just always i think our sentiment across every topic is always do what's best for you and keep yourself safe and happy always so always yeah that said well congratulations on the the podcast let's go have a chocolate macaroon and celebrate Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com